Hey, welcome to my podcast, Kevin Elworth Unplugged, where we talk about life and leadership and all the things in between. I hope you are doing well, encouraged, and motivated today. Today, I'm going to talk to you about your performance, and I specifically want to talk to you about, I believe, is the single most impactful thing that I, a tool that I have used in my developing arsenal that has gotten me accomplishment, success, um, and I believe it will continue to do so. It necessitates around a story. Okay, you up for a story today? Cool. Um, my family, we are three generations of pilots, okay? My grandfather on my mom's side is a, or was a pilot for his career. He flew for American Airlines and he flew 727s, right? Uh, I think he also did some Air Force time. Then my dad was a pilot for his whole career. Now, he flew a bunch of different stuff. He was not um, an airline pilot, but he flew a bunch of different things. He, he started, I remember, when we lived in Cody, Wyoming, he flew for an oil company surveying oil field pipelines. And then he, you know, that this was a lot of a lot of transition for us. Uh, we moved to Arizona, and he flew for a company doing an air ambulance. And then we moved from there, and he, we lived in New Mexico for a time. And I can't even tell you what he did in New Mexico, but he was flying. And from there, we moved to uh, Nevada, and we lived in Las Vegas. And this was an interesting job. My dad flew. This is the biggest airplane he flew during this time in Vegas. He flew a. Uh, a group of lab technicians up to area 51 every day. And then he would bring them back at the end of the day. Law, law, three years he did that. Um, from there, we moved to Wichita, Kansas. He ended up his career working for Flight Safety International as a pilot and instructor for the Cessna Caravan. And I am the third generation of pilots in my family. Now, I don't have a private pilot license or any pilot license. I was a remote control airplane person pilot, I guess you would call me. Um, that was my aviation career and I loved it. In fact, I had planned to become a pilot. Um, I was studying to be a pilot and all those things, but it just never materialized. Instead, It's still one of my dreams one day is to become a pilot. But the thing I want to talk to you about today is how to start an airplane, okay? Now, I know this is like, man, I don't really care about how to start an airplane, but hear me out for a minute. Give me some latitude, okay? It's a story. So, for me, for starting a remote control airplane, I want to walk you through the process, okay? So, they're kind of, those are like mini diesel engines, I believe. So, you put this little electrode on top of a glue plug, and it heats it up on the inside, it becomes red hot and then you spin that propeller and it activates the fuel, it ignites the fuel and now your engine is running and be careful not to cut your finger off while you're doing that. I had this little starter I would use that would keep my fingers out of the way, but you could be flying in about five minutes. Literally, you know, if you had to put the wings on the plane, put the wings on the plane and get the thing powered up and you're in the air and it's great time, great fun, all this stuff, please don't crash, those kind of things. For a Cessna, my dad flew Cessnas, and uh, he he flew like small scale stuff, 172s. Cessna Caravan's pretty high end Cessna, but he flew the little stuff at one point also. And what does it take to to power up and activate, turn on, start a Cessna? Uh, a little bit more detail. You got to check the outside of the airplane. You got to check the fuel, make sure there's no water in the fuel. You know, check your uh, your stuff, uh, your ailerons, your flaps, your 
tires, your elevators, and check your engine, um, check your instrumentation, all those kind of things. Talk to an air traffic controller if you have to, if you're in place for that. And off you go, right? And theoretically, reality, you could be in the air in about 20 minutes, probably no, no much more than that. It's pretty easy, pretty simple. There's not a whole lot to check on a little Cessna that seats four people. A 727, though. I mean, think about the implications of that. I wish I could have talked to my grandfather about the startup routine it would take to get a 727 in the air. But I would be curious to know how much time a, a pilot would take to do a pre-flight inspection on an airplane. There's so many different things they would have to check. So many different um, processes and equipments and and checks and balances and all the different things to make sure that this thing was safe and good to go. And are there any potential problems and and all that stuff and and all those are just the checks and then you go through the startup process and there's the sequence of switches and and things that have to be in place so that you can actually start the airplane there's no key in a Cessna in a Bedwing 727 it's a sequence that you go through that starts it and gets it to the high performance outcome that you want here's what i want you to know you're a high performance person and the higher performance that you're going to go necessitates on the startup process that you have every day. Every day, you're going to decide how you're going to begin your day. You're going to decide actually the outcome of your day before you even start based on the startup routine that you have. So I want to walk you through my startup routine today. Everyone's is going to be different. Some are going to be much more intense than others. But here's what I want you to walk away with. The more specific that you want to become, the more intention that you need about how you're going to get there. And that starts with your startup routine. Most of the world today sits in the zone of fear of poverty. Scarcity mindsets plague just about everyone. The only way to navigate beyond this mentality is through the intentional determination. And that starts with your routine. The most important of these is your startup. Literally, how do you begin your day? You don't get to just roll out of your bed and go. You have a pre-planned process by which you're going to get there. It's your routine. It's your pre-planned pattern. What are the things that you're going to do first when you get up? You know, the first thing you have to do, one of the, the best ways to have a successful startup routine is to have a successful bedtime routine. And and so I'll just touch on this one for just a minute, but you've got to take some of the excuses out of the way. The first one is know when you're going to get up. The second one is what's the first thing you need to do? Or is there an automated response that you can have beforehand? For me, an automated response is my coffee pot's going to start, right? I need to know that that's already ready for me when I get out of bed. A couple of these, you know, do you, do you need to lay out some clothes so you don't disturb anybody or distract anybody? One of the one of the most frequent questions I get asked from people is, is what time does a startup routine need to begin? Well, I get that not everyone's a morning person, but if you're going to become a high performance person, you're going to become a morning person. My my startup routine starts at 4:55 a.m. when my alarm goes off, and I'm pretty good about getting out of bed right then. Why? Because I love this routine. I love what it gets to do for me. And I have either already set this up or I'm grabbing it as I'm heading out of my room. I grab my Bible, my journal, 
my daily planner, my iPad, I usually have my phone in my hand, and my computer. And I take all of that into our living room and I lay on the floor, put everything out on the floor, grab my cup of coffee, and I am ready to go. I am locked down and I am going to walk through my routine. The first thing I do with my routine is I grab my journal and I write. I want to write. I've been journaling since I was like 16 years old and I follow some pretty specific patterns. I usually write, this is what I have experienced. This is where I've been. This is what I am going to do next. This is kind of my, my, where my mind is at right now. You got to be careful that you don't want to write through negative emotions because that's going to set you on a kind of a negative trajectory for the day. You know, you're trying to set your mind towards high performance, not negative outcomes. Don't dwell on your deficiencies, on the things that you're struggling with. This is a time to reset and actually determine where am I going to go positively, not whining about what didn't go my way yesterday or the last week or whatever. Some of that's going to be included in here because you do want to kind of catalog some of where you've been and what you've done. But for the most part, this needs to be an element of determination. So the first thing I do is write. The second thing I do is read. Grab my Bible. I head to Proverbs. I've been doing this thing with a proverb a day for a long time now. It's by far the, the book that I've read the most in my lifetime. And I still am finding things through Proverbs that are positively motivating me every single day. I usually do a proverb a day because there's 31 of them. You can get through 31 proverbs in a month. And it's just catastrophically moving me and molding me and making me who I want to become. The third thing I do, so you got reading, or I'm sorry, writing, reading, and now you're going to pray and meditate. And I'm actually going to fill up one of my notes on my Apple, you know, Apple notes I use. And I have several different things that I use to pray and meditate. Okay. The first one is my daily statement. If you're familiar with Napoleon Hill and Think and Grow Rich, you're familiar with your daily statement. I want to read you part of mine. Okay. My name is Kevin Elworth. I am the leader, founder, and director of the most prolific and dynamic leadership development business in South Central PA. I'm the most sought after business coach of the area and am growing in my exposure to those far and wide who are seeking to learn what I am able to teach. I've developed a network of business leaders, owners, and managers who are devout in their desire to learn and to grow in their leadership, knowing that when leadership improves, everything else does also. After that, it gets a little bit more specific about the outcomes and goals that I want to see and experience and accomplish. But I'm praying, I'm declaring that every day. This is who I am. Why do I do that? I do that so I don't give up on myself. I don't want to give up on myself. The next thing I do is I go through a daily prayer mindset pattern that I want to integrate into my day. And it goes like this. I'm just going to give you some of the bullet points. But the first one is this. Today, God, I'm going to ask that you would bless my business interactions. And so I, I pray over the conversations that I'm going to have with the clients that I'm going to have or the proposals I'm going to experience because I want, I want to know I'm going to be able to lead with confidence and with abundance through the conversations that I have together with these clients. And so I want to just be mindful of that. The second thing I do is I say, God, today I want you to develop my business. And here's my thing. I'm going to read you part of this one. I'm going to work today. I'm going to work hard today. I'm going to give it everything I've got today. All my brain power, all the phrases of my being directed at attacking to improve the leadership around me. Give me the work I need to do today and helping to never avoid or passively ignore anything to faithfully engage in everything. 
Let me creativity and ideas to pursue that will be for the benefit of those who needs it the most. God, help me just say yes. The third thing I do is I say, God, transform my brain. I really have centered on this. I've been praying the same prayer for over two years now. And I, I use Romans 12, 2 for this. Don't conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. I'm asking God to change my brain, change the way I think. This is the single best way to go from, I hope this works out, to I'm planning for it to work out, is God change the way I think. The next one I say is, today I want to put to death my fear of poverty. I have been asking God to eradicate this from my mind and my life and my body and my pursuit for a long time. And it's leaking because there's an abundant world out there and I have to attack this every day. If I don't attack this every day, fear is going to creep up from some other place and it's going to, it's going to blindside me. So I'm attacking my fear every day. My, the next one I do is I say this today, I put to death my desire to please me. We live in a very selfish, cynical world and I want to eradicate that from my brain altogether. So I do not, and I will not live for me today. Here's my pattern. Okay. Go in public right here. I will live for the Lord first. I will live for Crystal first. I will live for my kids first. I will live for everyone else first. And then I'll live for me. One of my favorite passage, I always use this with premarriage counseling back when I did that. Philippians 2, 3, and 4. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility count others as more significant than yourself. That's pretty powerful. The last two, today I put to death my willful sin, the desire that rises inside of me to take what I should not take, to do what I should not do, and to be what I should not be. I'm not going to have that today. Why? Because I'm not good with that. It doesn't help me become what I want to become. It doesn't get me to my desired end. And lastly, today God loved my wife through me. I have been praying that prayer for 20 years. In fact, my wife got so, she got so good at being able to define or tell the days that I had prayed that prayer and the days I hadn't. It was that impactful on me that it was visible to her. So this is my prayer and my meditation list. Another one of these is what I call our 100X prayer. And I'm not going to dive into these. These are personal to us, but one of them is that we would be able to own 15 rental properties for by the time our kids are 18 years old. Why do I have that prayer? Because I want my, my kids to be able to start with success. I want to be able to give them, you know, like why 15? Because I don't want to give them all away. So I've got five kids. So I want to be able to give each of my kids a house that they can use as a rental income. And I don't want them to live there. I want them to use it to be able to have an income that they can start their life with. How amazing would that be to be able to graduate from high school and have a, an in, a passive income? That would be huge. Well, you start by asking some questions and being able to move into a direction of. And so that's what our 100x prayers, God, this is what I'm after. This is what I'm after. All right. So we're going to be at, we're writing, reading, we're going to meditate. We're going to spend some time reviewing. Where have we been? What are the meetings that we've been up against? What are the things that we need to think about. What do I need, you know, this is where I'm pulling my plane or I'm looking at my day and I'm thinking, okay, what do I need to be prepared for for today? I'm reviewing my day. There's a couple of others that you have to integrate here. And, and um, this is in my flex. My startup routine would flex a little bit. I've got to take my son to school 
at eight at six fifty in the morning now. So my startup routine stops then, and you're like, "Wait, what? Six fifty? You got up at four fifty? It takes me two hours. It, I feel like it takes me two hours to really get my day processed the right way so that I can be as high performance as I want to be. So I kind of clock out right there, and then I come back to this at some other point. Um, but move is the next one. You got to move. You got to get your body moving in gear, whether it's taking a walk, going for a run. Just recently, I started running and I'm actually finding that I don't hate it as much as I used to hate it. Um, so I move a little bit. I refresh. So you're going to take a shower. You're going to clean yourself up. You're going to set yourself on path of success for the day. And then finally, you're going to refill your body, man. Put some fruit in that thing. And and let's, let's go after this day. This is where I do. I've got some many notes on here that I didn't even that I didn't even navigate through. But I find I find that the best way. In fact, I've got one called um, "Rich Habits," and, and I go through where on my negative habits right now. And I, I was reading some of them to you. Am I dealing with negative thinking? Um, what about screaming in the AM? I made a I made a grill. Um, these are the bad habits. I'm going to turn it into a positive habit. I'm not going to scream anything until after 7 a.m. Um, fear-based thinking. So I'm going to, I'm going to leak on that. Lack of exercise. I mean, procrastination. It's a bad habit. Procrastination. Lack of confidence. Um, lack of financial clarity. All these things are part of my startup routine that I go through on a, on a significant basis. Couple. Here's another one. Daily, building daily character. This one is powerful. Some questions that I use to analyze myself during my startup routine, probably at least once a week. Are the decisions I am making honorable and filled with integrity? Have I been truthful in all of my dealings with my family, my clients, my friends, and myself? Is there anything that I'm currently hiding that should not be present in my life? Am I procrastinating on any level in my decisions with any tasks? That one is enormous. Am I being totally loving and selfless to my wife today? And here's the kicker. Would she agree? Woo! Am I ensuring that she feels secure in our situation and our environment? And again, would she agree? Have I spent and planned adequate time with her in the last five days and in the next five days? Have I invested in my kids, in their faith, in their development, in their education, and in their fun? Is my parenting or leading, I'm sorry, is my parenting and leading intentional or passive reactionary? These are powerful elements of a healthy startup routine. Like I said before, let's go back to this. Um, uh, let me scroll back here. The most specific, the more specific you want to become, the more intentional you need to be about where you're going to get there. And that starts with a healthy startup routine. So I'm curious, have you had an experience with a startup routine? Have you done anything like this before? If you have, what have you used that I'm not that I didn't even bring up at all? What is your story? Is yours is yours more refined than mine? Is it shorter than mine? 
Um, I like mine. I like mine being about two hours long, but I get the fact that some people really are like, I need this in 10 minutes and 15 minutes. Sweet. If, if that's all it takes for you, help us understand how to do it more efficiently and in rigor. Um, I'll be honest with you today. Last night was a rough night. My wife has not been feeling well. And so I slept on the couch just so she could get some cleansing and some good rest. And my startup routine didn't do well this morning. I woke up at 6 25, I think. And so I've already lost an hour and a half of my routine. And my son's got to go to school in 25 minutes. I don't have any time for any start of anything. And so naturally, I feel like I've been playing catch up with my whole day. But what's your routine? Where do you find just really elements of good success when it comes to what you want to accomplish with the outcome of your day? Hey, just a reminder, I am here to serve you, to help you, to develop you. Don't ever hesitate to reach out to me and let me know what I can do to help you become what you want to become and experience the outcome you want in your life. So I pray you well. Talk to you soon.